June 18th through the 20th marks the week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in as we seek to educate, inspire, and promote the Catholic teaching of the real presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist, leading up to the solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ on Sunday the 23rd. It's the Transforming Week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live, Tuesday, June 18th through Thursday the 20th, right here on Real Presence Radio. the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. We have some exciting programming changes coming in July, including Real Presence Live five days a week from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, followed by More to Life on Mondays and Fridays, Women of Grace on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on Wednesdays. On Saturdays, listen for each Real Presence Live encore beginning at 6 a.m. Central, plus the Church Alive at 4 p.m. On Sunday, it's Light of the East at 3 p.m. and the new show Doctor Doctor at 7 p.m. Central. Stay tuned for more details on this new schedule. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. The first hour is in the can. We have one hour left to go. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining you from the uh, beautiful Near Southside Historic District in downtown Grand Forks as we are with you here today. And uh, just a reminder that uh, the Encore presentations are heard on Saturdays, at least temporarily uh, with this schedule. Uh, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday programs are re-aired 6 to 8, 8 to 10, and 10 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. That's going to be expanding once our format expands to five days a week, uh, beginning in July for Real Presence Live. So we're really looking forward to that and uh, some of the new hosts and uh, talent that will be coming on board. And a reminder, po- Podcasts are also available on yourcatholicradiostation.com. You know, it's so exciting to see how um, this radio station has grown from the little closet in the Newman Center at UND to the first studio here that you and I have the privilege of being in today. It'll be 15 years and then to the fall. And just, but how how beautifully and exciting it's God and the people in this together working, and it's just the word is going out. It's so beautiful, so important. Yes, indeed. And we can uh, connect with people from lots of different places uh, through this show, as later in the hour we'll be doing for the 10-minute tour. But for now, we're going to turn our focus toward the Sioux Falls area as we have Joe Rutten on the line with us. Joe, welcome to Real Presence Live. How are we doing, fathers? 
Doing great, thanks. And we are we're grateful for you to uh, take the time to join us this morning. Um, I, we are told that you are the executive director of the Faith and Business Conference. So, can you tell us a little bit about how the idea of this conference came about? Yeah, I'd say uh, so. I was in seminary. I did my undergraduate work at St. John Vianney in St. Paul, and in the process, I have two brothers that became priests, and then I have two other brothers that are cowboys. <laughs> and so if you take two priests and two cowboys and you put me in the middle of them, you get an intersection of uh, trying to help uh, the priests uh, communicate the gospel message to the cowboys. Excellent. So with, with, with that, I really found a real struggle, particularly with the fellas, but uh, even with uh, a multitude of demographics, I just think that we really struggle to take the gospel um, to Main Street. And I think we struggle to take it to guys. And so I thought, you know, maybe if we focus on work. Um, and then when I did that, I found, well, there's this whole world out there uh, that, that's talking about faith and work and faith and business. And so I started jumping in on conferences, and I thought, well, let's bring these folks into Sioux Falls, and let's start a platform for the business community, men and women, Catholic, Christian, to come for a day's conference where we can kind of think about faith principles and business practices and how we can take Sunday into Monday. What kind of a background do you bring? What kind of line of work uh, do you come from, Joe? I am a theology professor at Mount Marty College at the Catholic Benedictine School of the Missouri River in Yankton, South Dakota. The territorial um, so, capital of Dakotas. So. Amen. <laughs> the, 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 the mother city, you got that right. So, uh, That's yeah, right. So I, I've been out here doing a little theology work. I taught for a decade at a Catholic high school, did some church work. I, I struggled with the, the church work a little bit. I just didn't feel effective, and I thought, you know, I'm a teacher by nature, and, and I'm a bridge builder, I'm a visionary, and I, I thought, well, let's kind of go see what the college uh, world's like. And so it's been a great deal there. I, I get to work there in leadership and, and do some great things. But my real passion is the integrated life. How do we help people connect their faith to everyday experiences that they have? I could imagine that in your uh, dealings with uh, both uh, college students and with uh, professors that you're getting a, a taste of the importance of this as well, correct? Yeah, I think that it's the real magic. Um, integrated education in the integrated worldview. I'm a Catholic. I call myself a Briolite. Uh, there's a Dr. Don Briel, founder of the Catholic Studies Programs up at St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota, and he taught me to see the world through an integrated perspective, a prism that sees the value of the faith contribution throughout all areas of your life and society. And so whether it's biology, you know, or it's uh, scripture studies, wherever it is, that, uh, you know, this, this dynamic, there's always a spiritual dimension to the realities materially in front of you. And so that's kind of where I live, whether it's working with young people or you know, elders or a business community or a medical community, what's the contribution of our faith inheritance to that particular area? So, so Joe, you know, earlier in our program, we had uh, Jason on, he, he was talking about the, the challenges of bringing faith into the political realm, the political life. What are the specific challenges? I mean, I can... Just as I'm thinking about this in my mind right now, thinking about like the 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 booby traps, the landmines, the whatever what would happen if you the risks, the incredible risks, especially to your business or your whatever. If 
like I'm thinking right now the Chick Fil A controversy, for example, right. that, where right. kind of a thing. What what are the risks? I mean, there's got to be huge risks here. Any challenges and risks of bringing your faith in a, maybe an active and overt way into your into your uh, your business. And I again, another thought I'm having is like. I'll, I will consciously choose to go someplace like the pizza pizza ranch because they they target small communities to build economy right. and they're overtly Christian. They put Christian sayings right. on their napkins on the walls. And but I can imagine there's people who consciously avoid businesses like that. So, Joe, what have you discovered in this? this area? Yeah. So so you know, two things. One, we have to uh, as a good philosopher, uh, uh, you have to first uh, define your terms. What do you mean when you say faith and business is the place that I like to begin? Because for, there, there's assumptions that are made that can be positive and negative. When we say faith and business, do we mean Bible studies at the office or prayer before meetings? Or, or do we mean standing up again, you know, for the social issues or the push against uh, a, con, uh, a traditional Christian practice and business? What do we mean? And so from the Catholic perspective, where I've really anchored in is that idea that says that we have principles of our social teaching, dignity of the human person, common good, solidarity and subsidiarity, that we have these principles of faith that we can integrate and leaven business practices with to help business be better and help business be a force for good in society in a manner that's not necessarily proselytizing. Okay? Okay, Joe, Joe, so, Joe, what, what I'm hearing you saying, okay, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but what I hear you saying is, at the heart of being Christian is full and complete happiness of the human person. If you truly understand Christianity, you are going to be a, a good, happy, productive, you know, contributing member of business and society. And, and so, in a certain way, if, if you understand that Christian faith, j- just by being who God created you to be, you, right. you're going to be happy in business and your business will do good things. Is that well, is if that you're living you're rightly, saying? if you're living rightly, right? This isn't, this is this. Mm-hmm. So, so the idea maybe that we're created, you know, I like to see business as a calling. So we, we talk about the, the vocations of priesthood and of religious life and, uh, you know, married life, but, but, you know, we can have that secondary calling, if you will, in professional life. And some people would say, well, I believe truly I was, I was created to be a teacher, right? That there's that calling that I find, and I find a deep sense of meaning and purpose. And when I do that, I also have a method in which I can do that in a Christian manner that I believe ennobles the profession of education. It it gets to the heart of the fullest sense of what a teacher is. And I think that's the same with business. How do we take business leaders and help them go from career to calling? Help them go from understanding that what they do in the creation of wealth or the creation of goods and services, that if they create good goods, that that's actually a noble contribution to society and to the betterment of other people's lives. So, and so, when we do that, we are fulfilled, and that's where this sense of fulfillment and meaning that I think we call happiness comes about. So, so Joe, um, uh, again, what I'm, I'm just listening, and... What I hear you saying is something like, just because you can do something for a profit doesn't mean you should do something for a profit. No, so, no, even, no. Like your business, yeah. if your widget is an immoral widget, then right. maybe you shouldn't be making immoral widgets for, for a profit, if you're truly Christian. 100%. 100%. The good itself, the thing you're creating, has to be good in and of itself. 
it, it, it can't it, pornography is the example right now if i go make money through the creation of the you know that that harms the dignity of other people um that's not a good good and so the wealth has to be acquired i say it, it has to be acquired with virtue and it has to be stewarded with virtue so so we want to think about how are we acquiring wealth and then what are we doing with the wealth that we create is it ours is it possessive and then you have role so two years ago we had this faith and business conference by the way the faith and business conference is dynamic it's a re- we had we had uh, a plane flying from Fargo last year. We've had people driving up from Kansas. Uh, August eighth at the Ramcota in Sioux Falls. The lineup's outstanding. A couple years ago, we actually brought the nonprofit leaders into the room and had a conversation. And the theme of the conference was profit and stewardship. So we talked with nonprofits and business leaders about this conversation that says, "All right, when nonprofits need." money from the bit from the, the wealth created from the business community what does that relationship look like and and how can we create a healthier relationship where the business community has a direct relationship with the ministries that they're supporting with the wealth that's created uh, it was a dynamic conference so those kinds of conversations is what I like to kind of uh, create a platform for where we can bring people together yeah. and talk about these wonderful topics. That sounds excellent. And for those who are just joining us here in Real Presence Live, we're visiting with Joe Rutten, a professor at Mount Marty College in Yankton, who is talking about the Faith and Business Conference that, as you mentioned, will be on uh, Thursday, August 8th. Uh, seems like it's a long ways off, but that date will be coming before you know it, a little less than two months from now. Um, can right. you give us a little bit of a preview of some of the people who are on the uh, on the bill, you might say, and, and what they are going to be bringing to the conference? Yeah, we got some outstanding speakers. It's hard every year, like Andreas Whitmer, and we've just had some fantastic speakers. Well, I think, once again, we outdid ourselves here. So Catherine Pakalik is a uh, economics professor at Catholic University of America. You might remember uh, a year ago or so, uh, uh, the president of France, Macron, made a offhanded comment about women and yeah. education. Uh, about big families, having having a mother, big family, and then also, you know, going on for education and getting doctors. Right. Well, Catherine Pakalik was the one that led the charge in response to, to the president of France and said, here's my eight children, and by the way, I've got a doctorate in economics. Um, and so then women from all over the world that have big families and have doctorates started tweeting and sending their pictures to the president of France. Well, Catherine Pakalik started that charge. So she's going to come talk about the vision of business and in how, how do we look at the, the the excellence and the skill required to do business well and if you've ever seen the the documentary free solo about the man that climbs el capitan in yosemite without ropes yes he's, right mm-hmm. he's going to use that as the analogy for the business person that we need to be formed in virtue we need to be trained we need to practice business with great technicality and do it so well and be formed so well that we don't need ropes. So, Joe, right? I'm really interested in uh, finding – did Tom Morgan really go to prison here? Is he really going to be talking about prison, or is that just a plan he, 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 he did ministry. So then, so then Tom Morgan's going to come in. He's an, exe- he's an executive coach, really. He's one of the most well-respected businessmen in our community, and he really is a, a coach to the business executives. And so he's going to talk about – uh, the re- his lessons he learned from ministry in prison. So 
So he did ministry in prisons. He said, you know, everything I learned, uh, I really learned from visiting these prisoners. And then Father Mason's going to talk about the soul of business. He's the rector of Kenrick Gleason in St. Louis, and he's going to talk to us about spirituality and the soul of the business practitioner. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds wonderful. And uh, just to remind people of the time frame, it will begin at 11 a.m. with Mass, and that's at the Ramcota Hotel down in Sioux Falls. Uh, how can people sign up or get more information about the Faith and Business Conference? Well, we got the, the best uh, handle we could have for our, our, our website. You can register at faithandbusinessconference.com. There you go. There that you makes go, it right? really easy to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it makes it really easy to remember there. So fantastic. Well, thanks so much, Joe, for taking some time to tell us about this, and uh, we wish uh, we wish you all the best and uh, for a successful conference in August. Absolutely, blessings. I appreciate the time and uh, continue the good work and the good ministry with Catholic Media. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your prayers and your support, and that goes for all of our listeners, definitely. Well, we're going to step aside for just a couple of minutes, but after that, it will be time to take the 10-minute tour around our area, looking at local events, and later in the show, it's time to celebrate the good things happening in the town and country areas with an event happening in the Diocese of Bismarck in July. That and much more on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. June 18th through the 20th marks the week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in as we seek to educate, inspire, and promote the Catholic teaching of the real presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist, leading up to the solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ on Sunday the 23rd. It's the transforming week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live, Tuesday, June 18th through Thursday the 20th, right here on Real Presence Radio. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
we have some exciting programming changes coming in July, including Real Presence Live five days a week from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, followed by More to Life on Mondays and Fridays, Women of Grace on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on Wednesdays. On Saturdays, listen for each Real Presence Live encore beginning at 6 a.m. Central, plus the Church Alive at 4 p.m. On Sunday, it's Light of the East at 3 p.m. and the new show Dr. Doctor at 7 p.m. Central. Stay tuned for more details on this new schedule. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining you from our studio here in Grand Forks. But it doesn't really matter where we are as long as you are along with us. And it doesn't matter where uh, anyone is who's listening in our area because of all the great things we have happening. So let's fire up the uh, family truckster and head out for the 10-minute tour. So we're going to start out by uh, visiting with our good friend from Fargo, Kathy Loney. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you, Father. Good to be here. And we have uh, young women and young men retreats coming up this summer. That's correct. They are The young women's retreat is, uh, both of them are in Hankinson at the Franciscan Sisters of Diligent Retreat Center. And the women's retreat is July 17th to the 20th, and the young men's retreat is July 21st to the 24th. And our theme this year is, Who Am I? And um, we have great, great speakers for each of the retreats, four uh, young adult women and four young adult men. And they, they just have so many activities ready and waiting for um those teens that would like to come. For a number of years now, there have been various formats of retreats held down at uh, down at Hankinson, so you're continuing a great tradition, aren't you? Yes, we are attempting to. Um, students ages 13 to 17 are welcome to get registered. Um, our okay. deadline to register is Friday, June 21st. So um, the form is on our uh, Fargo Diocese website under youth events. Um, and the, the cost is $160 per person, but that includes everything. Housing, meals, activities, um, whatever we, you know, uh, we hand out, it's, it's all there. And if they need a little help with the funds, we do have scholarship money available. For a three-day conference like that, a retreat, that's a great deal. And just to orient our listeners, uh, Hankinson is located just off of uh, Exit 8 on I-29 near the South Dakota border. So, Kathy, thank you very much for joining us. Well, thank you, Father. Have a great day. You bet. And now we're going to take our family vehicle and fly on over to Gillette, Wyoming with Vanessa. Vanessa, are you online with us? Yes. This is Vanessa Guimar from John Paul II Catholic School. Very good. And Vanessa, you have uh, summer is for, for many of us is for golfing, is it not? Yes, it is. And we're getting ready to um, host our 11th annual family golf tournament on Friday, July 19th at Belknap Golf Course in Gillette, Wyoming. Are, are you a golfer yourself? I actually am a golfer. I, my family and I love to golf together. And this is a really fun event. Now, um, so. Go, go ahead. Tell, tell us the details, please. Okay, so our tournament is at, at the Shotgun Church at 8 a.m. And registration 
is from 7 to 7.45. Our teams will be allowed a percentage of their individual handicap cast or a team handicap. The format is a four-person best ball scramble. Fantastic. From Gillette, Wyoming. Okay. And what, what's the name of the course again, just as a reminder? Um, it's the Belmont Golf Course. Our, uh, the entry fees are $600 per team. And this includes our four-team mulligan. And our, um, the deadline is Wednesday, July 11th. It's limited to our first 36 teams. And this includes the cart, the lunch, and the flag sizes. And who uh, we also the, have who, sponsorships for businesses. Um, so a tournament sponsored is a $500 up and up. A whole sponsor is $250. And a flag sponsor is $150. And we have a door price donation. And 100% of the proceeds go to the, the, the school network there, St. John Paul II in Gillette, Wyoming. For more information, you can call 307-686-4114. Okay, and staying on that theme of golf, we have Jerome with us to tell us about another uh, golf and uh, first annual beanbag tournament. Uh, welcome to Real Presence Live. Well, appreciate the opportunity. Tell us all about it. Okay, it's, great. it's sponsored by the Holy Spirit Knights of Columbus at the uh, Holy Spirit uh, Catholic Church. It is going to be Monday, June 17th, and all the benefits are going to go to the charity programs that uh, the Holy Spirit KC's um, encounter. And uh, it's going to be at Oak Summit Golf Course, which is just west of the airport uh, in, um, in Rochester, Minnesota. And basically what we're going to be doing is 18 holes of golf. Um, there's going to be dinner after the golf. We're going to have a ton of door prizes. We're going to have a putting contest, a lot of on-course games, and uh, basically uh, golf registration starts at 11 o'clock, uh, shotguns start at 12.30 p.m., beanbag registration at 3 o'clock with the tournament starting at 3.30, and basically the cost is going to be $100 per person, and uh, beanbag is going to be 20 bucks per person. Uh, if it's still available, people can sponsor a hole for 200 But if they would like more details, the gentleman that they should call is a gentleman by the name of Ted Honing. His phone number is 218-821-8112. And uh, you could show up that day. You don't have to pre-register. And, and we're, we're going to have a ball. And it sounds like the weather's going to be fantastic. I agree. Yes, I've been looking at some of the forecast uh, mid to upper 70s. It'll be a wonderful day to be out there uh, down in the Rochester area. So this coming Monday, right? June 17th is the day for the golf scramble. That's exactly right. And uh, join us. And if you don't want, if you don't golf or if you don't play beanbag, come anyway. We got something at about 530. And it sounds like a lot of great events. Thank you very much, Jerome, for telling us about that event down at Holy, uh, sponsored by Holy Spirit Parish in Rochester. And now something very exciting we're going to hear about later in the program today as well, but living, dying, in the power of presence. Uh, Father Randall Casel, uh, are you on the phone with us? Yes, I am, Father. Can you tell us about this fantastic opportunity? Oh, this is a great opportunity to learn about uh, a movement to help promote the culture of life. Uh, and as you know, Father, the culture of death is making some inroads by promoting uh, the legalization of euthanasia and uh, 
uh, assisted suicide. And so we have an internationally known speaker, Kevin Dunn, also a, a filmmaker, and he's directed and made a film called Fatal Flaws, The Euthanasia Deception. And he's coming to our area here in southern Minnesota, and we'd love to have all the Catholics and men and women of goodwill to come and learn uh, what happens once these laws are adopted. Uh, he's gone around the world to learn about the effects of these laws and how people have regrets and have experienced tragedy by uh, cooperating with assisted dying or suicide uh, and euthanasia in their lives. And, and just in the last couple of days, we've heard about how they're, uh, it's kind of sweeping where they're giving permission to give lethal doses to help people. Like There's even this teenage girl who just, she was 17 years old and um, she was assisted to die. So this, this is a burning topic right now. Where, where is, uh, where's the location here and how can people find their way there, Father? Well, the next week there will be two opportunities in our Rochester, Minnesota area. The first is Monday, June 17th at the RCTC Heinz Center at 7 p.m. Again, Rochester Community Technical College Heinz Center, 7 p.m. And the second here is at one of my own parishes, June 18th, Tuesday, St. Michael in Pine Island, also at 7 p.m. Mr. Dunn will be here. Uh, on the 19th, he will be in La Crosse at the Church of St. James, the left, at 7 p.m., and on the Wednesday, the 20th, he'll be in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Thank you so much, Father. This is such an uh, important topic, which we'll hear about later. We actually have uh, Mr. Dunn with us on air here uh, shortly. So good luck, and hopefully a lot of people will turn out. Thank you, and thanks for promoting it. God bless you guys. Thank you very much, Father, and thanks to all of those who called in with their uh, wonderful events to promote what's going on. And we feature this 10-minute tour every Real Presence Live. So if there's something going on in your parish or a school that you'd like to have featured, uh, some sort of event in the near future, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122. That number is 877-795-0122. We'd be very happy to help you out. So coming up next, Kathleen Nessett, the owner of Nessett Consulting will share a wonderful event coming up with local farmers and later hear how the power of filmmaking can help promote the goodness and beauty of life with filmmaker Kevin Dunn who will be right here as Real Presence Live continues. This is Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. June 18th through the 20th marks the week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in as we seek to educate, inspire, and promote the Catholic teaching of the Real Presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist, leading up to the solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ on Sunday the 23rd. It's the transforming week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live, Tuesday, June 18th through Thursday the 20th, right here on Real Presence Radio. 
number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Real Presence Live will be coming to you five days a week starting in July. That's right, beginning July 1st, we'll bring you Real Presence Live Monday through Friday mornings from 9 to 11 Central with an encore of each show on Saturday. Plus, we'll bring you new hosts, new locations, and new opportunities to share stories of faith and pray for those in need. Stay tuned for more details. It's Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live five days a week beginning July 1st, only on the RPR Network. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining us, joining you today as we are here in Grand Forks. And we're going to be talking about an important event that's going to be happening out in the Diocese of Bismarck that highlights rural life and uh, the many rural communities that we have in uh, basically all of the dioceses that we serve, but especially the Diocese of Bismarck. Kathleen Nesset is joining us. Uh, welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning, and thank you very much. Well, thank you for taking the time to visit with us. Now, in in a few moments, we'll be talking about the celebration that uh, you and your family will be helping to host. But uh, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, I'm a geologist. I have an oil field consulting business along with my family. My two sons, R.C., is a geologist. My son, Randy, is an engineer. We provide... um, the oil industry, geology, and engineering services. So it's a, it's a family, family organization, business, um, located in Tioga, North Dakota. And I'm just uh, curious, for the benefit of our listeners who are from many, mm-hmm. you know, many hundreds of miles away and maybe haven't been to, you know, what we call the oil patch in, in northwestern North Dakota, let's say over the last decade or so, uh, can you kind of describe some of the ways in which that development has taken off with the boom and, and how uh, that town of Tioga has changed? Oh, that's a great point. And I'll take you back even a little bit further. Um, I, I came originally from New Jersey. I followed oil, brought me to Tioga, North Dakota in 1980. And from that time and over the last 10 years, we have really 
um, grown and developed the Bakken oil fields, the Bakken and Three Forks formation. So that put North Dakota as the number two oil-producing state in the nation. This is a huge natural resource. And along with that natural resource of oil and gas, we also have a wonderful or you know resource of um, of good you know North Dakota people who um, you know are working these oil fields. And I think part of our discussion and our uh, effort with Bishop Kagan and Father Nelson here in St. Thomas, St. James, and uh, St. Michael's will be to recognize those workers. Hey, hey Kathleen, I have a, I have a, it's kind of a technical question, but I've been wondering because mm-hmm. my imagination isn't big enough to get around this. But yesterday, the president was talking about Germany and sending over natural gas for their use for their people. How, how do you actually transport the natural gas from North Dakota to there? Or is that, is that a real thing or how does that work? You bet it is a real thing, and it's a great need around this world. Um, We have an abundance of natural gas here in uh, western North Dakota. Transporting it out of the out of the state is a is a you know that's a that's a a huge hurdle. So yes, it must be pipelined, and it must be you know contained in vessels and pipelines. It does not truck like you know oil and liquids um, and water do. So transporting is, is an issue, but it's, it's certainly one that can be dealt with, and there's efforts underway to strengthen that and also to take the natural gas here in North Dakota and use it in a value-added capacity, adding value and using the natural gas here in North Dakota um, as well. So you know, there's multiple ways to deal with this. You know, being being one who's, who grew up out there and always watching the natural gas get burned off, I, I just I think it's mm-hmm. such a crime, like, you know, why aren't vehicles on it? And so anyway, I'm a kind of a resource guy, and it, and it just seems like there there must be some way that we can take advantage of that valuable resource. There is, and I will tell you firsthand, the industry is very, very, it is front and center our biggest, as an industry, it's our biggest um, issue, concern, and w- efforts. I will also say my hat is off to the, you know, to the governor and lieutenant governor here in North Dakota for their recognizing, you know, the importance of, dealing with this you know it's a it's an a it's a it's a commodity it is a valuable resource and we do not need to be flaring it we do need to be doing exactly what you're saying is getting it in a value-added way you know to the to the to the to good uses so that is a high priority for the industry Excellent. Well, we are visiting with Kathleen Nesset from Nesset Consulting, who is going to be um, uh, working with the Town and Country Celebration for the Diocese of Bismarck coming up on July 7th. Uh, I can't uh, let go of a little detail you mentioned about having been uh, born and raised Joy-Z. in New Jersey. Uh, Joyzy, I guess, is what uh, <laughs> Father Leffer was going to say. Um, uh, uh, definitely an area that is uh, more populous and not necessarily remote as compared to uh, the Northern Plains. So um, if you could just just give us your perspective in the time that you've been in these um, agricultural communities. Um, what kind of uh, impact does that have, you know, in your own life? What kind of a, a blessing has that been for you to live where you live now? Well, it's funny you say that. I am a joisy girl and proud <laughs> of that. <laughs> but I, I am truly a Tioga girl now and a North Dakotan, and that is, I, I As I said, I came to North Dakota the summer of 79, and I don't know what captured me other than to say that I think North Dakota has the sense of family, of community, of, you know, respect and love and, you know, know, recognizing our strong, you know, strength in our faith. And that resonates with what 
maybe like New Jersey used to be when I was growing up. You know, I'm a sure. I'm a product of the 1950s um, and you know of the baby boom generation, and and I just I just absolutely love the sense of community, the sense of family, and it resonates with me. And I think our Bishop Kagan and Father Nelson are trying to, um, you know, build upon that with this celebration. And uh, the Town and Country Celebration is going to be coming up here, as I mentioned, in just a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks. Can you tell us a little bit more about that event, what it consists of? Well, I will, and um, we, we actually have a meeting coming up with Father Nelson and community um, parish uh, council members from all three of our parishes. As I say, it's, it's Tioga, Ray, and Powers Lake working together. We'll be mm-hmm. meeting at my office complex, which is uh, just north of Tioga, uh, just on Highway Highway 40 north of Tioga. We'll have, you know, you know the, the typical town and country with blessings and and mass by the bishop and, you know, a meal and great, you know, you know, getting together and fellowship and, and really recognizing the strength and the inter, um, interworkings and kind of the coexistence of oil and ag and how these workers all depend on one another. So the, it'll be, um, a, you know, an indoor-outdoor event, mostly an outdoor event. But, you know, Father... Um, Father Nelson worked with the bishop, with Bishop Kagan, and really thought it was time to recognize the oil field sector and how important those workers and their equipment and their input to our community means, um, along with the ag community. Very good. And uh, so I'm sure that uh, there is a lot of logistics that goes into this with the uh, crowd that you're preparing for in terms mm-hmm. of uh, preparing the area. You're getting a, an altar set up and then thinking about uh, the meal being served. Uh, a lot of those different details go into it, don't they? They do, but we have a group that's going to work together here. Um, just so you know, you know, just a little secret here, I absolutely love celebrations. I love hosting parties. I, I welcome everyone who can, um, you know, make it to Tioga and join this celebration, 1130 on July 7th. Um, it, it is a, it's a, it's a beautiful area to come visit and we welcome everybody, but I am absolutely certain that Father Nelson has a good handle on the logistics and how we put this all together. Kathleen, will there be fireworks? Um, there will be fireworks one way or another. I hope there <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell Father Corey that Father Leffer is requesting fireworks. <laughs> uh, I, I assure you, I will keep that little secret for now. Um, just amongst us and a few of our uh, listening friends here. Um, I'm sure Excellent. Father, Father Nelson will be thrilled to hear that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Sunday, July 7th is the day for the Diocese of Bismarck Town and Country Celebration. It will begin with a blessing of land and equipment at 11.30 a.m. with Mass and lunch to follow. So thanks to those parishes, and thank you, Kathleen, for joining us today. Thank you very much. All righty. And we have a rural life celebration of our own in our diocese near Grafton coming up on Sunday, June 23rd. So I like to put in a plug for our local uh, diocese as well. Well, we have to take one more break here before the uh, end of the broadcast today. Coming up, you won't want to miss about uh, uh, one filmmaker's contributions to protecting the dignity of every human life. Stay tuned to hear about his story and his project coming up next on Real Presence Live. Engaging and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Real Presence Live will be coming to you five days a week starting in July. That's right, beginning July 1st, we'll bring you Real Presence Live Monday through Friday mornings from 9 to 11 Central with an encore of each show on Saturday. Plus, we'll bring you new hosts, new locations, and new opportunities to share stories of faith and pray for those in need. Stay tuned for more details. It's Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live five days a week, beginning July 1st, only on the RPR Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. June 18th through the 20th marks the week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in as we seek to educate, inspire, and promote the Catholic teaching of the Real Presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist, leading up to the solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ on Sunday the 23rd. It's the transforming week of the Eucharist on Real Presence Live, Tuesday, June 18th through Thursday the 20th, right here on Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Father Leffer and Father Gross joining you from the Diocese of Fargo today as uh, we are in this final segment. And I don't know about you, Father, but I'm really looking forward to uh, talking about the uh, the topics that uh, this uh, great filmmaker is taking on. We've already hinted at his presence uh, coming up next week in a couple of areas, uh, La Crosse and uh, the uh, Rochester and Winona areas. So uh, absolutely, the you know I, I just have to say that I mean this whole program has been awesome. Every one of our guests has just been on on the ball, so to speak, and every one of them has such incredible things to do. You and I peeked at the the website here for uh, Kevin Dunn and what he he's done and so forth, and I think we're we're about to get him on air. Hopefully, we'll 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 get him on here. But this this is uh, just such an exciting thing. I, I'm really excited actually to to see this what he's producing. Right, and it's really a countercultural thing that we need. We need people to dive into some of the topics that he's diving into, and uh, to to be an offset, you might say, of what. Uh, what what we're seeing in more mainstream, um, you know, main, mainstream kinds of entertainment. Absolutely. And so, so if, oh, we just went. I think I think we have him on on. Uh, he, they're hooking him up, so Kevin will okay. be with us. So uh, the, these topics he touches on are end of life issues, euthanasia, uh, different things. Um, there's a movie coming out. It's called Fatal Flaws: The Euthanasia Deception uh, by uh, the producers Kevin Dunn. He and his family are from Toronto, uh, in Canada, and uh, I thought we had him online, but maybe we don't yet. Yeah, it sounds like we're kind of working on getting that uh, getting that accomplished here. Very good. Uh, Kevin Dunn is with us now. Uh, welcome to Real Presence Live. Oh, it is great to be here with you, Father Leffer, Father Gross. How are you guys doing today? Good. We, we've uh, we've built up high expectations for you, so so we need you oh. to deliver the goods. <laughs> Give us, uh, Kevin, because we don't want to waste any more time, and you have such good stuff. Jump in. Tell us about you, your life a little bit, and how you got into this. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I'm 
I'm a Canadian, so uh, you know you got to like us anyway. Um, absolutely, so, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, Canadian. I, I grew up in, in a TV studio. My father was involved in broadcasting for for well his his, his entire career, um, and so I, I kind of I was born into it, if you will, and um, I got the bug early. Went into broadcasting, did a late night show, kids show. Was in charge of a promotions department for a network up here. Then I went into independent production where I started doing, you know, work for Discovery Channel, History Channel, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, as I got a little bit older, a little wiser, I wanted to, and the call, of course, uh, from the good Lord to, to spend more of my time um, doing productions that would promote a culture of life. Because as we see all around us right now, things are not looking good, uh, right. at least from uh, what the media would tell us. Can you but give us... Give can you give us a one-minute version of how, how that call came and how you're able to respond to it? I, I suppose, uh, you know, when I, I'm about 54 years old right now. My, when I turned about 50, I, I sat down and, and, and really started praying and, and uh, um, about, about what, where the Lord wants me to go. I just said, Lord, if you want me to, because at that point I had talked about going into the, the, the Catholic diaconate. I, I, I thought about becoming a deacon. And um, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do this, or do you want me to continue in my television ministry, my film ministry? But it, it, whatever way you want me to go, I'll do it. Just just make sure you can provide <laughs> for, for my, if we have six kids, so, um, and, and grandchildren coming along. And, and so I just said, you know, Lord, just got to make sure it happens. But, but, you know, here I am, just let me let me do your will. And ever since I kind of just put it in his hand, uh, it's just been one after the other. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to retire in what I'm doing, mind you, but it's been one project after the other involving the, the March for Life in, in Canada, March for Life in the U.S., in which EWTN, different Christian broadcasters all around the world, and um, uh, and these recent projects, uh, fatal flaws in euthanasia deception. Um, so how, it, uh, so it, Kevin, how do you go? How do you go from that to using your gift and talent specifically for euthanasia? Why? What's the burning thing right now at this moment? Why euthanasia? Well, uh, in in our country, Canada, uh, in 2016, uh, the the law that made assisted suicide uh, criminal was was struck down, and a new law was implemented a year later. Which allowed for doctors to intervene and uh, and kill their patients. Uh, I'll use the language for what it is uh, under certain circumstances, and those certain circumstances were so broad, so vague, so elusive. I, I, it was it was it was very very disheartening to the point of like you know I used to say you know in my work you know uh, I'd come home at the end of the day and working on a production. And, and say, you know, uh, I'd say this, I had a really bad day, and my wife who works in, who works in the healthcare field, she'd say, well, at least nobody died. And, and I say, yeah, nobody died. And now, in my profession, working on these, people are dying. The most vulnerable are dying. Can you tell, uh, us, and, can you tell us the story just last week about the 17-year-old girl, young lady? Yeah, this 17-year-old uh, woman in, uh, in 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 the Netherlands. Now the media got it wrong. They originally said it was euthanasia, but she oh. actually she she had applied for euthanasia. She was turned down. But the culture in the Netherlands is such that the there was much sympathy for her as she starved herself to death. Oh gosh, she was a victim. Goodness. She was a victim of of some terrible, terrible uh, things as a young. She was a victim of rape and and sexual assault. She was in a terrible place, 
uh, and but but she wouldn't. She wasn't given. Uh, she wasn't uh, uh, given the euthanasia request that she had asked for. So she decided to starve herself to death. Horrible, horrible situation. But it was within the presence of other people. This is this is the whole problem with with this whole culture. Over time, we become numb to the idea, and we and we start to become sympathetic, if you will, like a false sympathy, if you will. The cause of people, mm-hmm. especially with uh, with psychological illnesses, uh, in my film *Fatal Flaws*, a young woman, thirty years old, uh, uh, Aurelia Browers, psychologically, um, you know, suicidal. She didn't get her answer from the um, uh, from the from her from her general uh, from her GP, but she went to what they call a, uh, a, a end of life clinic, where within six months she was deemed um, yes, she uh, qualifies under the law. And it was it was like this uh, this celebration, this this support of her, saying, "You go for it, girl. You 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 end your life." And and during the course of the film, the you know the doctor, uh, you know the doctor ended her life. I, I spoke to her two weeks before the doctor came in and ended her life. We we didn't film any of it. That's not what that's not what I I, I do it. I, I but but the whole idea. Of, of, of the culture cheering on people who want to end their life because they feel their life has no more value, no more worth. The media will tell us this is about pain. This is about re- relief of pain and, 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 and undue um, horrific suffering. When the reality of the situation is those cases are very, they're so few. The number one reason why people are asking for euthanasia and assisted dying is fear. Fear of what is to come, fear of losing my autonomy, fear of mm-hmm. future suffering, fear, fear, fear. And I say, what have we done as a society from the beginning to 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 uh, to combat fear? Well, Indeed. We've, we've been people of presence. We've been people of, of hope. And we have to get back to that because we're totally off the rails. Well, we can see how the Holy Spirit is using you, uh, Kevin, as a prophetic voice with regard to this topic. And for those who are just catching us here on Real Presence Live, we are visiting with a filmmaker, Kevin Dunn, uh, based in Toronto, who will be making a uh, barnstorming sort of tour. And uh, I look forward to you enjoying the beauty of uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin uh, for these events coming up next week. Um, Just a little bit more about kind of what kind of what we can expect those who will be able to see this uh, film, Fatal Flaws, The Euthanasia Deception. Uh, tell us a little bit about the format of it. Is it kind of in a documentary setting with interviews and, and such? Can you uh, explain how it unfolds? Well, my, my speaking engagements in Rochester and Pine Falls uh, and, then, um, uh, and then the one in Wisconsin uh, uh, near um, La Crosse, sorry, I'm just, I don't have it in front of me, um, our, our, our talks, um, I have a talk called uh, Living, Dying, and the Power of Presence. Um, and basically, these talks include clips from my film's Fatal Flaws, The Euthanasia Deception, and a film called The Vanier Way, which is which is basically the Jean solution. Vanier, Jean, God rest Jean his soul. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I take the best of these films and I include them in a talk that I give, which basically says, you know, we are living in a culture of abandonment. And I include clips from these films to, to display what kind of abandonment is. The, the, the idea that we're, we're, we're aborting children even, even after birth, they call it afterbirth abortion, which is just a travesty. The idea that we're, we're giving up on people 
um, abandoning people in their hour of need at the end of their life instead of giving them the support that they need. Uh, we're abandoning young people. These laws are now including so so many young people, um, and and these situations only getting worse. But but the beauty of this whole thing is that we have the solution right right within ourselves, um, and that is the power of presence. That's the that's the power that people like Jean Vanier have have told us that if we reach out and become the reason for people's tomorrow, even if these laws are in place. Yes, we do have to. We do have to fight them. We do have to get people to understand what these laws mean. But even if they are in place, we can become a powerful tool of of, of not just support and hope, but also of evangelization. Because this is what what Christ taught us to reach out. You know, don't be afraid of touching the leper. Don't be afraid. And so much of the fear can be overcome when we just reach out beyond ourselves, challenge ourselves a little more. So that is the, that's the scope of the talk. And then I do mm-hmm. another uh, speaking engagement in, in uh, Oshkosh, um, uh, Wisconsin, where we're actually going to screen the film, uh, Fatal Flaws, Legalizing uh, Assisted Death. Um, so there you go. Great, and for the people in our listening area who are uh, closer to this, uh, to the, to these places where uh, Kevin Dunn's going to be presenting, boy, don't miss this opportunity. Sounds wonderful. Uh, Father Leffer and I are just very um, edified by your impassioned uh, approach to this, and and we uh, pledge our prayers and our support to you and your ministry. And thank you so much for for joining us today. Well, thank you, and I, and I give all glory and honor to our dear Lord Jesus Christ, uh, who who was the original prophet of hope, and that is the that is the essence of what I speak about, and I and I give all glory and honor to him. But thank you, thank you, uh, uh, both fathers, for for thank for you the very time much. Today. Amen to that. Wonderful and. Uh, that was a great, uh, great interview. Wish we had a lot more time, but uh, our busy broadcast day is is uh, whittling away, and we're going to toss things to Aaron back at Command Central with a preview of our next Real Presence Live program. Aaron. Thank you very much, Fathers. It's going to be a great show on Tuesday. Brad Gray and Janine Bitson will host from the Fargo studio. In the first hour, we will talk with Bishop David Kagan to talk about how to re- reverently receive the Eucharist Then we will have Father Jim Meyer from the Diocese of Fargo during our straight talk. Get those questions ready. Call in with anything on your heart and mind. Then in the second hour, we'll sit down with Bishop John Lavore of the Diocese of New Ulm to speak on the beauty of the veneration of the Blessed Sacrament in adoration. We'll also have our 10-minute tour and Dr. David Fleischhager on the whole body and blood of Christ. We'll also have Father Timothy Smith from the Diocese of Sioux Falls on how to make a fruitful, how to receive the fruitfulness of Holy Communion. All this on Real Presence Live, Tuesday morning, 9 to 11 Central. Right back to you guys. Thanks so much, Aaron. You know, Father, they have two bishops on tap for that show on Tuesday. That's, Just when you couldn't think of getting any better, they go and make it better. The pressure is on, I tell you what, for them. But uh, Brad and Janine do such a wonderful job. And as we are wrapping things up, if I could call upon you, dear Father, to uh, offer us a closing prayer. Absolutely. I want to remind all of our listeners, we are in the, the octave of the Holy Spirit here, um, the divine life of God in us. And so let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God, our Father, send that Holy Spirit down upon us. 
I may bring upon us uh, the blood of Christ, the redeeming blood of Christ, to all of our listeners at this moment. Protect us from all harm and all evil. Uh, may, may Christ have his way. May the Holy Spirit have his way with our lives and all things. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Leffer, thanks for joining me, and uh, we're grateful that we could come to you again on uh, Real Presence Live. Just a reminder, all of these weddings, reunions, summer activities, make sure to leave time for the Lord in your summer travels and activities. Blessings to you and your families. Until we visit again, God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network.